it is Hoodoo by Akir. Thank you for tuning in. It is currently 11.59.47 um, in Detroit, Michigan. That is PM. So it is going to be the 26th in five seconds. In three, two, one. Oh, look at that. It's the 26th. Oh my God, it's the anniversary of my um emancipation tomorrow. Wow, that's so crazy. Okay, but anyway, so this <laughs> this particular episode is a special episode. And although everything on this channel is metaphysical, um, this one is more so like personal, I suppose, um, we'll be discussing boundaries, particularly in romantic relationships. Um, so yes, 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 yes. Boundaries, particularly in romantic relationships. So I tend to keep a lot of my life private. Um, I don't really tell people anything. A lot of my best friends don't even know a lot of shit about my life and um, or what's going on with my life, particularly partners or whatever, at least like intimate partners, not, you know, like people who I want to be romantically close to me. Like, so, um, however, I did want to take this opportunity to, um, talk to you all, to the people that listen to this channel, and I'm also on Facebook Live right now. Um, yeah, um, because this is something that I feel like needs to be talked about and needs to be discussed. Um, because it involves um, boundaries really, really involve self-care um and it they involve self-love and attentiveness to oneself and inner needs and um boundaries reflect the way that we feel about ourselves and reflect the things that um they're a, a, a method of care so to speak and I've really been getting like signs and I feel like spirit has been telling me to talk about boundaries, um, boundaries in particular, um, and talk about it in depth because this may, you know, help someone. So I'm just doing what I am told. Um, um, it's always, okay, it's funny because I just got a text message um, from a, a friend and we were talking about um, means of material, like how everything in this world can't be explained. And I was my point was like divination, and this is so off topic and I'll get back to the regular topic, but the point was divination is something that, um, most indigenous cultures have used for like centuries, but now fast forward to modern day, like these things aren't considered like real or valid, even though like 
hundreds of different cultures have been like using astrology and bones and flames and smoke and weather as a means of interpreting like signs, the future information. But now you get to modern day and these things aren't considered like real or valid by like mainstream, not even mainstream, but specifically Eurocentric technology, science, and medicine. And that's really interesting to me that Eurocentric science is considered the only valid science. And I was like, people don't understand that there there's philosophy and theory behind metaphysical practices. Like you can't just, you know, divine on somebody. You have to be able to understand different stimuli, interpret different messages and put things into context and, you know, but whatever. Back to the topic on boundaries. So my romantic life has been very, I wouldn't say turbulent, but it's been very stagnant, particularly because I've learned how to enforce my boundaries. And if you've known me for quite some time, you know that I've had a very, very difficult time, particularly with sexual partners and romantic partners um, when it comes to enforcing boundaries. Um, that was not something I could always do. Um, if someone made me feel uncomfortable, I did not always feel strong enough or um, comfortable enough to say, um, okay, well, I'm not okay with this or I don't want to be in the situation. I didn't always feel, you know, in the position to leave when something, you know, didn't feel right or whatever. So um, recently, I've noticed that my boundaries have become like a lot more strict. Um, my boundaries have become not only a lot more strict, but more defined and like more clearly defined. Like there's a lot of less, a lot less gray area. Um, So, as a teenager, as a teenager, mind you, I didn't start having sex until I was 17. But, <laughs> but, um, I was in like, I thought I had boundaries. But because of like trauma, I never like at that, at least in my teenage years, I didn't understand like, I guess understand what like personal boundaries truly meant. Um, I didn't really come from a place where like personal boundaries were a thing. Um, it was as if, um, all space was a free for all and, um, you know, everything was to be shared. Um, people could walk in your room at any second and, you know, you don't have personal business and 
all of that. And so like learning that and that being reinforced to me as a kid, like really fucked me up. And even like sexual trauma, like childhood sexual trauma, like I never at that, like in my teenage years, I didn't understand what it like, you know, because of all these things, I didn't understand what personal space and personal boundaries meant, not realistically. Um, and it got to the point where I thought, like, I really thought that I had, I really thought that I was protective of, of, over myself in the way that I needed to be. I really did. But, you know, now that I've not, not, gotten older but now that i've grown um emotionally spiritually physically um mentally i understand that i wasn't really enforcing my boundaries and at that time you know it was I, I was still living as if my personal space was a free-for-all um and you know and it didn't help that a lot of you know the situations that i was in that idea of me not having my own personal space was like constantly reinforced. Um, you know, I ran away and, you know, I thought like shit wasn't sweet. Like my boundaries were still being invaded. And, and that, I think that really fucked me up because, you know, it was my boundaries were, I ran away to get away from a fucked up situation. But then in the place that I was at, my boundaries were invaded there. So it was like, you know, it's just that, and I feel like that period of time like really fucked me up because that was someone you know who I was supposed to trust and um, but yeah, um, but I also have to you know say that I admit my own wrongdoing as well. I know that I used to like go through people's shit and, you know, not respect personal space or emotional boundaries or friendship boundaries. I'm nowhere near holier than thou. Like I have made a lot of mistakes and I've crossed a fair amount of boundaries myself. And I do apologize for that. I am sorry for that. And, um, you know, all I can do is, you know, take accountability be apologetic and grow. And I, you know, I feel like that's what matters. Um, now granted, and I always say, you know, people are not obligated to, um, if you invade someone's boundaries, they're not obligated to allow you back into their space. Um, and you have to, I mean, you don't have to be okay with that, but the truth is the truth. Um, but yeah. Um, and with that being said, I will segue into something that really made me happy. Um, I was hanging out with this, um, 18 year old and, um, you know, cause I needed a friend. So, um, I was hanging out with him and he was telling me about, you know, how he um, had been in situations where he was uncomfortable. And 
he removes himself from those situations. Um, and I was really happy. I was really happy for him because um, at, at the age of 18, I wish that I really wish that I could have, you know, been in the space that I needed to be in in order to um, tell people that, like, fuck that, I'm not going through with this, or, or you know, just leave a space that I'm not okay in. And um, I just, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, were you taught boundaries as a kid? Like, you know, was your space respected? Um, you know, did you have like alone time and, you know, and just a lot of things that, you know, it's like, and of course we're all responsible for our own healing. But I also feel like the job should be to have your kids not have to heal so fucking much. But, um, yeah. And with that being said, um, the I already kind of went over what I felt about boundaries, but. So the next question that I have is, um, when did you learn about having your boundaries and when did you learn to enforce them? So I kind of feel like these are, for at least for me, these are two separate questions. Um, for me, those are definitely two separate questions because Um, <laughs> definitely two separate questions. So the question is, when did you learn about having boundaries and when did you learn to enforce them? So for like I was saying, for me, those are two separate questions. Because for a long time, I was like, damn, I'm really uncomfortable. Like, damn, I feel like shit after this experience. But then I would keep, like, doing the same things over and over and over and over and over again that made me feel, like, really fucking uncomfortable. And so from that, I gathered, huh, I really need boundaries. <laughs> but, um, I really didn't learn, like, how to enforce boundaries until I was like 21 and I'm 22. So I, I turned 23 this year. So that's like a, only a year and a half of like demanding that my space be like unequivocally respected. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, and I the the really like the real like driving force in me um, 
doing this particular segment is because of like my recent love life and my recent sex life. So, I mean, it also like personal life too, like relation, like with friends and, you know, like stuff like that. But um, I feel like that was kind of like, it was primary, but at the same time, it was also secondary. Um, So basically... I have learned, like, okay, so it's so much context. Basically, I was, like, not really dating someone, but kind of dating them. And um, for, like, eight months, this entire situation was, like, a shitty situation. Um, I wasn't being respected. I wasn't being loved in the way that I needed to be loved. I wasn't being communicated with. And I wasn't being um, cherished. And as shitty as this situation was, as shitty as it was, it really taught me, like, damn, that happened because I didn't have unequivocal boundaries. So, like, for the past few months, and that situation just ended in, like, November um, of last year. It's January. So this entire thing has been like it's an ongoing work but for these past few months i have really just been like you know if something doesn't serve me like i'm not letting it into my space um just even particularly with men and like dating you know men are like oh well i can do this or but i'm like okay but that's not what i want and you know and I, I, okay, so, like, this one recent experience, like, this dude came over and, like, he hadn't washed up. And I was like, nigga, I'm not doing shit with you. Like, and that was a milestone for me because I never, well, I'm not, I wouldn't say never, but in my like adult years enforced my boundaries so unequivocally. And then after that, it it was like another situation where um, like, you know, dude was like, you know, spinning me or like ignoring me. And I was like, well, stop fucking talking to me. And as simple as it might seem, it was a really big deal because I wasn't okay with like inconsistency anymore. I wasn't okay with being put on the back burner anymore. And as a young, like younger me would have been excited, even though I had been like spun or ignored, like young me would have been excited to 
receive the attention, but I'm like, okay, well, but now I'm like, okay, well, this attention isn't good enough. You know, like you coming in and out is not good enough. And then the status that I had made on Facebook, um, it was actually yesterday now. It was yesterday because this dude claimed, you know, like he, you know, did a serious thing with me or whatever. He wanted to take it slow. And he, um, you know, I was inviting him over and, you know, I thought things were, you know, getting going to be serious. But he was like ignoring me. He was like, he was like he's spinning me. And, you know, I invite him over and he not respond and or you know just not texting me for days to a week like yesterday was the first time he texted me in like a week it's like I'm so happy to be talking to you and da, 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 da. and I'm like you know what well, I'm happy to be talking to you too but I thought you wasn't fucking with me no more he he got that upset him it really upset him and I was like okay he was like why are you jumping to conclusions and I was like, okay, well, it's not me jumping to conclusions. Actions and lack thereof mean things. Like actions and lack thereof have equivalent meanings. So if you don't talk to somebody for a week, somebody who you express interest in, and and I quote, you said, well, if I am serious about someone, I'll make time for them. Like, the dude literally said that out of his own mouth. And then you text me, you know, a week later, and I'm supposed to be, like, happy that you texted me. Like, no, fuck that. Um, he was like, oh, well, prove to me that you're serious. And, bro, now y'all know I don't like men. I love, I love dick, but I hate men. And I swear, like that, it didn't boil my blood, but it was like, okay, now I got to read this bitch. And so I politely read the fuck out of him. And I said, look, you know, you, I told you from the jump, communication is a necessity. You haven't been communicating with me. Actions and lack thereof mean things. So... I've been serious. The ball has been in your court. You know. And, you know, he's like, oh, well, I'll talk to you later then. Have a blessed day. And it's like, it was so crazy because it really made me think about how, like, niggas hate. Men, like, men really, really hate to take accountability for their fucking actions. And I don't. Like, we just live in this world where men feel like they are absolved of any, like, wrongdoing or, like, like you know, they are a, like, men really feel like they are a superior force that can do no wrong, that every, any and everything that they do is justified, and you shouldn't question their actions. And that's a problem with me. 
And I say, I, I tell that story to say, like, that's a boundary. Like, young me wouldn't have even challenged him. And would have been like, you know, you know, I'm happy to be talking to you too. You know, grateful that he fucking texts me. But I finally realized that I don't have to be grateful for fucking scraps. And I don't have to be grateful for the bare fucking minimum. And I, I, I saw this crazy ass status that was like, it wasn't a status. It was like a, it was a screen. It, it was a post that one of my friends on Facebook shared. And the post was um, regular ass people be having some high ass standards for getting that they're regular ass people. And it's like, bitch, first of all, I don't care if you panhandle. If you say, if, if one of your standards, if one of your requirements for a fucking relationship is that you, do your partner be an eight-figure salary maker, then that's valid because that's a boundary and that's a standard of yours. Like, you, your standards are based on what you feel about yourself and based on what you are and are not willing to accept. So you feel like, because you're not, you know, this person in particular who made that original post feels like because they're not a celebrity that they're not worthy of like special treatment or like high-end standards um from people like that's fucking crazy to me like like i don't I, I, I don't understand and it's, it's crazy because i just feel like we live in a world where boundaries are just so fucking underrated like we live in a world where you're not expected to have boundaries. But then, and you see this particularly with the way men treat women, that once you have boundaries, you're a bitch. Or once you have boundaries, you're difficult. Or once you have boundaries, you stuck up. Or you're not worthy of attention. Like, we just live in this world where people are just so used to treating, particularly men, are so used to treating people like shit. And, and not being challenged on it. And then the moment that you challenge them, they, one, either avoid accountability, two, gaslight, deflect, gaslight, deflect, three, become belligerent and berate you. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And I, <sighs> like, I'm just really trying to comprehend where what the fuck is really wrong with people? Like, I just, I don't, I don't understand. And, and then you have enablers, you have enablers, you have people who do suffer from like, um, oppression isn't the right word, but like, who are like lower on the socio-political hierarchy um, for whatever reason, whether it be you're like black, um, queer to, you know, 
whatever degree or extent, um, whether it be you're a woman or um, um, or trans or whatever, like you have people who are a part of who are lower um, in the socio political hierarchy who then become like advocates and like apologists for like this. Um, fucked up treatment by like um, men um, but you know people in general too and it's like like people have really been conditioned to not enforce their the own their own rules of their space or not even just to not enforce them but to also not have them at all and to, you know, defend people who actively go against others' boundaries. And it, I say all of those things to say that your worth, your worth is priceless your energy, your body, energy, space, and time. That is a dance thing. Your body, energy, space, and time is priceless. And whatever rules that you create for your body, energy, space, and time need to be respected unequivocally. And if people are unable to respect those rules, then they don't need to be around you. And you don't have to feel bad to, because you're enforcing those rules. Mm-hmm.